everyone. Hey everyone! Excited to start this new DT podcast with the UMish Team One. We're pretty sure you previously were getting podcasts from your full-time leads at your respective ministries, and some of you might still be receiving those. But we wanted to have this chance to share some of our thoughts and reflections on the DT for the day. So we'll be releasing the DT podcast the night before. Hope it's helpful, and please let us know if you have any feedback. For today, we'll be covering Exodus 20, the Ten Commandments. So everything starts off with verse two. Before God establishes the commandments, He first tells them who He is. In that first sentence, "I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery." There are two key components of who God is. The first one is, "I am the Lord your God." In other words, I'm the Creator, the Author of life. I'm the one that made you. I formed you in your mother's womb. And inherently, as our Maker and our Creator and Lord, this means that God actually knows what's best for us. I made you. I know your fears, your anxieties. I know your inclinations. I know your joys and your pains. And I know how to make life work right. So this notion is actually pretty powerful, and it ought to have a profound impact on how we receive these commandments, these rules for our thriving, rather than simply rules to dictate and control how we behave. So verse two goes on to say, "Who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery?" God reminds them what He has done, that they were once slaves, and that He saw their affliction and heard their cries, and He delivered them. I was reminded about how we need to keep remembering who God is and what He has done for us. That He is the one who saved us from our bondage to sin and saved us from eternal separation from God through the death of His Son. And this is a truth that we need to constantly remember, not just during Good Friday and Easter. So then, what does this mean? If God is my Lord and He also is the one that saved us, then is that really just one of those big guilt trips? Like I've done all these things for you, so now you really ought to listen. Well, not really. I think when I think about the fact that God is my Lord and that He saved me, it's really God just establishing the facts, the reality. God loves us and He's for us. So here now is how we ought to live, so that we can experience life as it was meant to be experienced. So going into some of the commandments now, the first one is, "You shall have no other gods before me." As reminded that nothing else can take the place of God in our hearts and affections—not money or comfort, not our spouse or kids.、Um, I was struck by verse. Five,、uh, for I, the Lord, am a jealous God, and it's a reminder that sin is not just breaking the rules, but sin is ultimately relational. It's spiritual adultery against the God who gave us life, who saved us and loves us, and God is grieved when we pursue other gods, other loves. He does not tolerate any other loves in our hearts. So, if we pull back a little bit, when we take a look at all these commandments, I think the commandments, at least when I read them, they do actually feel like a list of rules. Thou shalt not do this, and thou shalt not do that, and I can't help but feel all sorts of restrictions that are being placed on me. And I think about the fact that the opposite actually does feel quite alluring. Freedom. That seems like the opposite, right? Freedom. The free to listen to what I want, to do what I want, to exercise that full freedom that I want. That just sounds inherently better. Maybe not for you because you're not so naturally rebellious like I am. But whether we're inwardly or outwardly rebellious, I think these restrictions do make us feel a little bit confronted by God. How should we respond when we feel that way? When we feel this sense of, "Wow, God is just placing all these restrictions on me." I think it is to remind ourselves again, who is God? He's my heavenly Father, my Creator, who saved me, who loves me and desires me to thrive. And who am I? And what voices am I most inclined to listen to? Well, I like listening to voices that cry freedom, voices that actually desire to enslave me to my own desires. And then I can say, "Okay, my bad, God. Tell me what you want to say." So next, I was thinking about how the commandments serve as a mirror that shows us who we are. 
Romans 7, Apostle Paul says, What then shall we say, that the law is sin? By no means. Yet if it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin. For I would not have known what it is to covet if the law had not said, You shall not covet. So the law tells us how we ought to live. And then as we try to obey the law and the commandments, we see how painfully far we fall short. And then we are convicted of our sin and our need for Jesus. So as the law reveals to us the ways in which we fall short and that we feel convicted by our sin, well, we know ourselves. And when we see God's standards and we see the way that we ought to live, how we should relate to other people, how we ought to relate to our Heavenly Father, this is where Jesus comes in. I was reminded about what Apostle Paul says in Romans 8. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Through Jesus, we have this forgiveness. The righteous requirement of the law, which could not be fulfilled in us, is fulfilled for us through Jesus. So God gives us these commandments for us to live by them for our thriving. But when we fall short, we do not need to balk against the law and claim that God is impossible to please or appease, but to simply confess, repent, and thank God for sending Jesus. Hope you guys have a great rest of the day and see you guys again tomorrow. Bye-bye.